0: Thank you. Uh, Pray with me, please. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, that it has the power and the resource with which we need to live our lives, to feed our soul, and to take the next step in life. God, speak through it today, through me and all of the school and administration here for this week and this year, for your glory and our good. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen? Amen. Good morning, everyone. My name is Mr. Kane. Thank you for letting me come speak with you. And I've got about 15 minutes to share um, my thoughts with you about a topic that I got to pick. And my topic was. As I thought about you and what might interest you, um, because, you know, everything's all about you, right? So because things are about you, I'm here because of you. What are you here for? Have you ever thought about that? Uh, And hopefully, uh, I have a roadmap here, and it starts off with, what's the point? And I've provided that for you to think about that from your perspective. So River, that's a question for you. And Canon Kane, what's the point? In other words, why, why are you here? And by the time I'm done, I'm hoping that you can answer that question um, in a greater and deeper way than when we started, okay? And to help you keep me accountable, I've given you a roadmap on what we're going to talk about. So the first stop is we're going to talk about you and literally why you're here. And over here, can y'all tell that this is a pond and that this is a street sign? This is the roadmap for our talk. Get it? I know Gannon Dolan had better recognize this roadmap. I do. Okay. And so on our way, before we get to, uh, Lord willing, we'll get into priest, king, and prophet, which was brought up by Mr. Taylor uh, at the beginning of this school year. We're going to stop and get by this pond that's going to deal with Genesis 1, Genesis 3, and Matthew 28. And we might run into your parents at that pond. Uh, I believe we will. Um, But afterwards, we will try to get through um, the area of priest, king, and prophet. And then we're going to wrap up with a conclusion. And has anyone ever heard of Abraham Lincoln? He's uh, a famous former president who also was a lawyer and a Christian who told us that when you get up to speak in front of people, the idea is to Tell them what you're going to tell them, and then talk through the points that you just told them, and then tell them, finally, all the points that you just told them, all right? So I'm modeling this talk similar to what Abraham Lincoln would say is how you speak to folks, Um, which is why I provided this to you so that you know exactly where we're going, all right? Um. So, Henry Thomas, may I pick on you? Henry, why are you here? To learn about God and how to love Him. Okay, what's that for? To help our Christian walk. To help our Christian walk. Jacob, how can learning about God help your Christian walk? I'm asking this question rhetorically for all of you guys. So, if I ask Jillian a question in a minute, it's not to embarrass you. And it's not to um, pull you out and set you apart. It's just so that as a group, we have a conversation as we walk through these topics. So Henry gave us to essentially to glorify God. But ha- how, like from your perspective, what does that look like? Just by our words and actions and how we do things. If you do things softly or by complaining, you're not really glorifying God. Yeah, that's right. Um, how do we know how to glorify God? What resource does he speak to us from? Yes, yeah. ma'am. The Bible. Okay, well, let's go to the Bible to see if it tells us, uh, uh, gives us some insight onto why we might, how we might glorify God, which supports this idea of why we're here. Okay? Um, would you like, Would you please just turn to Genesis 1, 27, 28-ish. Now, while he's turning there, I guess I really kind of thought that you would say you were here because your parents told you to come here. Might that also be true? I mean, it's not like your parents said, go to the school down the road, and you wound up here. No, they told you to come here, and you said, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, and you came here. Have you ever thought about why your parents invited you to come here? What opportunity did they want you to run into here? And what godly commands were they obeying to bring you here as opposed to somewhere else? Why have you ever thought about that? Um, Okay. Um, Anna, may I pick on you? Have you ever thought about the decisions you might have to make one day as a parent for your kids? Yeah. And do you think, um, Jillian, do you think one day as a parent, you might be making discipleship decisions for your kids? And within the realm of that category comes, well, what do we do with education? Right. But yet we still have to wrestle with this idea that as a parent, you still have to glorify God. Right, guys. So how does all this work and how do we. Put it together in a way where it makes sense. Well, we go to the source that does it for us. Um, That's the point. So, on page one of the Bible, God walks through what you're supposed to do. How do we glorify God? And if you could share with us, verse 28, I believe. Uh, And God bless them. God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on earth. Okay, great. So they said, be fruitful and multiply. This was an instruction that God gave to mankind before sin ever entered the world. So for the first family, who was their neighbor? God. Do you think God had to say, hey, love me? No, that's just what they did. Sin hadn't entered the world yet. They understood what they were to do, which was build a family. And they understood that from there we are to grow. So do and do things with that. Well, your parents have followed that outline precisely. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. You're here because they were fruitful and they multiplied. You're here because they're educating you and discipling you on how to go out into the world and be a light. Now, that is all saying the same thing. That's how we glorify God. That's how we. But your parents have took that first step. And they did it for. They did it in response to God's commands, but they did it for. You. So I'm going to remind you, what are you here for? Let's think about that. As your parents have followed God's good design before sin entered the world, in chapter 3, there was this question. What question was asked that Eve um, failed miserably in her response to? Does anyone know did god really say not eat perfect Thank you what well, did god really say don't eat from the tree of good evil? question it's just a question and that question led to sin that question led to the fall that question led to things becoming hard that question led to god no longer being your nearest neighbor to being a far away neighbor, that question led to relationships being difficult. That question led to, I don't like the way you looked at me. And that question said, I'm greedy. And now I live my life because of the way I want to. And so on, and so on, and so on. And so now, instead of God's commands fulfilling our entire lives, we have a dilemma. We have the enemy that insinuates And we have God who instructs. In other words, we have Satan who tempts and God who tests. Well, what's that for? And why is that the way it is? Um, I would love to dig deeper into all these areas. But in essence, in a sinful world, your parents have still battled to obey God's commands, to glorify him and enjoy him forever forever. And train you guys up to do the same thing, even though there's an enemy that would suggest, isn't there an easier way? I mean, how about we go to this other school? Well, how about you do church a different way? Well, how about you just change the way you look so people will like you? And how about you just talk a little bit differently and, wow, things will come easier. And so on and so on and so on. So guys, as you are being raised up in a godly school with godly parents in our local churches, there is a dilemma. And God tells us in the Lord's Prayer to pray, to pray for this particular thing. Lead me not into temptation. It's that dilemma, that word says, it's both testing and it's both tempting. In other words, it's foolishness or it's righteousness. In other words, you have a lot to say about what you're listening to. And you need to always recall God's word on what you're here for. Your parents have done that for you. As you're here receiving a gift of education, it's just one small piece of an enormous pie of God's good design for you. Are you receiving it in a way that you're ready to give it to your kids one day? Have you thought about that? And finally, um, as we consider your parents and what they've done for you, you come here and sit under teachers, and I would ask your teachers the same thing. Have you guys thought about, what are you here for? The administration of the school, what makes you get up, put on a tie, do all the things to come here and then work and then go home and keep working. Why? I would tie that into where Mr. Taylor started this year and make a suggestion that you guys as students, you're priests. You're doing the thing God called you to do. You're protecting the temple in a lot of ways. Parents, teachers and uppers the higher you get up in upper school you're kings and or you're becoming kings you have more responsibility than just protect this one thing you protect several things all right and then you have pastors in your local churches who are ordained by God with the gift to teach as kings. And so all of these things fit together from God's good design and from his word in a way that as administration leads you, as teachers do their thing, and as you find yourself under their authority, be mindful. What are you here for? And so here we go. I'm I'm up against a time clock, but I want to end this talk with the conclusion. And the conclusion is... Practically, you're here for your future. Lord willing, He'll give you a tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And as you think about that, there it illuminates the older you get. I'm pretty sure as a senior, you're thinking way more about next year and the next step than you are as a seventh grader. Yet, there's still that thought, and it develops and increases as you grow and mature. Your future is there's a light up ahead, guys, and you know this. And you have a lot to say about whether that's an oncoming train and whether you're anxious about it and whether you're fearful and whether you're relying on your own strength to deal with that or whether you are putting off yourself and that light is glorious, it's beautiful and it's hard work and it's relationships that encourage and it is under God's good design and he has it there waiting for you to give yourself over to him in that way and this education is a component of that so that one day you give that away to other people and in the beginning it'll be your neighbors as a young adult and then it'll be to your spouse and then as you get older it'll be to your kids And for them, for their kids. And that's kind of how God designed it. He chose the family to be the one place. The one place. The one institution that creates eternal beings. You ever thought about that? And that's by obeying page one of the Bible. Before there was sin, be fruitful and multiply. So guys, my time is up, but... There's a lot more we can, it's just scratching the surface on why we're here, but my prayer is that you're encouraged. My prayer is you see, see, see things a little more brightly um, and a little more um, clearly about what God has for you guys. And if we're out of time, but if you guys have any questions about any component of that, um, follow up with your parents or your pastor or catch me and I would love to visit with you about that. So, uh, Luke, would you mind ending us in prayer? All right, let's pray. Uh, and Father, thank you for the say. Uh, thank you for all the blessings that have given us. Thank you, Mr. Kane, and him coming and uh, teaching to us. I uh, pray that we would take to heart what he said and uh, help us to glorify you in all that we do. It's in Jason, I pray. Amen.